Hello, everyone. I am Rachel Telfor. And I'm Michelle Gower. We are the hosts of a new true crime podcast. It is called Children of the Void. The Void refers to children who are missing. And children who have died under mysterious and suspicious circumstances. Sometimes parents know nothing about what has happened to their child. And sometimes they seem to know more than they let on. Like Casey Anthony. And the John JonBenet Ramsey case. We are determined to do our part to find missing children. And the truth when the story of their disappearance doesn't hold up. Together, we will blast the shadows with light so that no more children disappear into the void. Children of the Void debuts in September. Join us so we can all make a difference. Please subscribe. Until then, I'm Rachel Telfor. And I'm Michelle Gower. You can catch Children of the Void on Apple, Spotify, YouTube. And everywhere else you get your podcasts. Hi guys, thanks for listening. Thank you as well to those of you who donate to the Patreon account. I've launched a campaign to raise funds to buy a new iMac. My current computer has been in use for over 8 years, and it is affecting my ability to create new content. As previously stated, my Patreon account can be found at www.patreon.com slash Leader One, L E A D E R O N E. For those of you who would prefer to make a one time single donation, there is also the option to send money to my PayPal account. The email address to send it to is Morgan Rector, my last name spelled R E C T O R, 331, Morgan Rector 331 at hotmail.com. Remember, any amount is fine. If one dollar one time is all you wish to donate, it would be gratefully accepted. Thank you for all your support, whatever forms it has taken. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Pulse podcast, the, the podcast where we take entries from the website confessionpulse.com, and uh, these confessions are, of course, very personal disclosures of the people who use the site, and uh, just like how people who read the confessions at the site may pass comment in their own way, either privately or in the comment section, we do it on this podcast Verbally. So, uh, welcome for myself, Morgan Rector, and my co-host, Rosanna Chilton. <laughs> hey, how? So, how would you like to um, to go first this week? How would you? Oh, like- I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm gonna start it off with um, the good old days. When I was 17, I saw a boy dragged out of a public park bathroom completely naked. These boys did it for revenge to shame him in front of a bunch of girls outside. I remember girls laughing at him because his dick got hard and unable to cover it. It was horrible, but they were all looking and so 
I did the same. I guess looked is what he's saying. Like, I got a little confused by, like, the phrasing at the bottom of that because it sounds like, (laughs) to me, it's almost (laughs) like he stripped off naked. (laughs) I guess they're saying that they laughed along with them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I've heard of a similar story. Uh, One of my friends um, had, like, not, not quite like that, but I guess he got pantsed or something, but... He was really, really, really embarrassed at the time, but it worked out well for him later because uh, the girls saw what he was working with, and yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so if there's you always, send... there's always like a, there's always a silver lining somewhere, I think. <laughs> so, so if you send dick pics, that doesn't work out well for you at all. Never. But if, but if somebody, but if somebody force forcefully removes your pants, then that. <laughs> That's a better way to get the word out. I guess. <laughs> Which is kind of great, I think. Um, <laughs> you could you could always ask a buddy to pants you in front of somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder uh, how many women go online to like look at porn of just of still images of naked men. Um, I don't know, like a. a I would say probably a fair amount. Like we're all we're all weird, really, in a sense. Like, and that's not really a weird trait, but like, usually people go and watch porn, right? Yeah. There's lots of dicks in porn. Yeah. <laughs> no shortage there. No. <laughs> well, then again, the average woman can get can get it in real life so much easier than a man. Yeah. Yeah, like, we get it when we don't want it. So, like, when we do want it, it's just, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like a tsunami of dick. (laughs) Yeah, that's something you can totally take for granted. Uh, Yeah. Doesn't matter what you look like either, because lots of Mm -hmm. looking women get it, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if, if it happens to women, but what happens to men who haven't gotten it in a long time or who are maybe just not very attractive is at a certain point their standards start to fall. They just think, well, I should adjust those expectations so that way maybe I can get someone who is not as hot but someone who is on my level. But women don't seem to do that, right? They they never really lower the bar, do they? Um. Well... Sometimes I guess people's standards are too high. You know, you gotta lower the bar from yeah. time to time. But many don't. You know that. What's that? Frustrating. Many don't. Many just. Yeah. They. It's just like, have you not seen yourself in the mirror at all? You know. Yeah. Like, do you? Do, my favorite saying is like, do you not own a mirror? Like. Yeah. <laughs> come on now, you can't. You can't be, you know, working with that sense of entitlement, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could afford to be picky, but... Me? Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> but a lot of women... I, I guess think. so, but, like, I mean, I'm... I don't know. I'm a weird one. I like, like, usually big bearded dudes, right? Oh, yeah? So, yeah, yeah. I kind of, like, I guess they call it a chubby chaser. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? I'm kind you... of... I'm more into, like, bigger bigger dudes but i mean i like I, it's not like i have like that as a set type it's yeah. usually like i don't know i just like being the little 
person. <laughs> you like uh, you like the dad bod, do you? Uh, yeah, you know the dad bod's comforting, and it's like it's warm in the winter and shade in the summer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're very lithe, you're very scuffed, <laughs> so that kind of. Well, I mean, I like fluctuate a little bit here with my weight, but like the I, I'm not very I'm usually not very big because. Yeah, I, kind of like, I, I, watched, I watched myself a bit, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the highest I've been was about 155, and that was, the, I didn't really like that, so. <laughs> I will tell you, you're like, what, 5'6", I think you said? Yeah, like 5'5", five, 5'6", yeah. five, five, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I guess for that height, that's kind of large, it, right? It yeah. gets a little bit big, you know, like my pants weren't fitting right, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the time, all the way it like kind of went to my booty, which was awesome, but it doesn't do that anymore. Your body changes, so. <laughs> well, it wants to be fair now. Wants to evenly distribute it all over. Ah, uh, it just goes right to my belly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So my first one is, uh, I hate who I am, and I don't care about what I've done. I've bullied my closest friends, allowing them to develop deep insecurities about themselves. I found someone that I loved, and I treated her like an object, told others about what we had done together, and inevitably did horrible things to her that I'll never be able to take back. I completely ruined her confidence. She never deserved any of it. I feel myself becoming number and uh, I think sorry not yeah num- no, number, number and number <laughs> I, I read that one too yeah. uh, like number and number I'm like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> anyway I don't know if that's real a real word or not but yeah so- I'm not sure if that's uh you know even how it's spelled I'm not very good yeah. at spelling sometimes so, so I feel myself like- becoming number and number every single day to everything that I've done to everyone but yet I still enjoy the same comforts that I've had every day for the past. Well, my whole life, I'm terrified that what I've done will come out and I'll have no friends, no job prospects, no access to education. But I'm equally terrified for nothing to ever be said and I'll be allowed to continue my life as I please. I've ruined people's lives, people I love. None of my closest friends talk to me anymore. I push them all away. I just want something to happen. I don't know what yet but something has to happen. I should be in prison, not in bed at home. So this person's uh-huh. like a frenemy, I guess. They seem but, to like be really harsh on themselves, but they also are kind of exhibiting like regret and they have feelings apparently because like they know what they're doing is bad. So yeah. well, I mean, I mean like the everything that he just said there at the very end, like you know, he's expressing some. Uh, remorse it seems a little bit well at least that at least they are feeling it i mean i had a very very toxic person depart from my life a little over a year ago and he never seemed to feel much remorse about it most of the time he's uh and he had done that to people over the years just saying these awful things and yeah um it's interesting because he he's into the BDSM thing, and he, he's a dom. Most people okay. subs, but yeah. that didn't just come out in the in a sexual. No, like it was all across the board, right? Oh yeah, like uh, he seemed to have he, sadism was kind of factory installed in this guy's person, <laughs> and he would just uh, 
lay into people and sometimes even reduce people to tears. So mm, I, see, that's so, that's terrible. I mean, tearing down someone's spirit is a lot different than like you know getting getting a paddling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, and I mean, I've I've seen that with some dom types too. Because I'm semi like. I don't say I'm like, I don't know. I guess I, I don't want to say I'm like so like I'm I'm really savvy with that community. I I'm fairly savvy, but I know there's like there's always something to learn, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I've I've seen those types. Like I, it's it's weird how they are usually like there's a fair amount of dominating people that just don't give a shit about your feelings. Yeah. You know. And then that's not what you need in the BDSM community, because usually when you're going through those things, like, you know, getting whatever it is, like, you know, people getting hit by a crop or getting tied up, getting all of this stuff. I mean, the degradation thing, like, I'm not into it, but people love to be degraded. And, like, that's, like, that's harsh, you know, like, how do you not take any of that home with you? You know? Yeah, well, I mean, the subs, I think, are probably usually nice people. Um, oh, yeah, like, we're, like, I mean, there's all different types of, of sub, right? But, like, what yeah. the cool part is, is that we're, that, I mean, I say we, like, I'm I'm more of a switch type, right? I've been a, a dominating person in most of my relationships, and, I mean, I don't mind it. It's just not necessarily the role I want to have all the time. Like in but, like both in and out of the bedroom, you're you're like to be dominant. No, no, I'm not like in the bedroom. I'm more like I prefer domination. I prefer that like to be dominated and and you know I, I like it a little bit rougher and whatnot. So like, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a certain amount of care that comes after that though, because like you're supposed to. It's like, you know, you, you put someone through that. Um, you you do kind of have to almost like, you know, make them feel better after, you know, like, um, cause I mean, like, again, like back to the degradation thing, how do you not take any of that home? Like, how do you not like lay in your bed at night going, oh fuck, I am like a fucking cuckold sissy boy, like, you know, like whatever, I don't know, like, and like, you know, how does it not like you know, plague on you. Like you got, you got to have some sort of dynamic there where it's like, it equals out. So. And there, and with the doms, there must be a line that they reach where. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of a danger zone. Like, well, that's the cool you know, part of it all too, go. is that people don't, don't really know that the sub is the one with all the control. Yeah. Like, yeah. They don't that like when they think of BDSM, they're just like, they think of it as a cut and dry kind of like, um, you know, this is the Dom and he's going to beat my ass and like, <laughs> whatever. But no, it's like the, it's the sub that lays out their boundaries, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So have you, have, yeah. you, been, have you been to that website, uh, Fet Life? Oh, I'm on there, but I haven't checked <laughs> it in like ever. Like I've, I've left that site alone for like probably about four years. Cause it was connected to one of my phones and I'm not using that phone oh. anymore. <laughs> I can't what, remember my password or anything, and I'm just like I just don't bother with it anymore. 
But do they have do they have an app too? Like their own app? Um, I don't know. They probably do by now, I would assume. Yeah, because Krista Oh yeah, she sends me stuff that. sometimes. Yeah. I <laughs> signed up and then I don't know, I haven't since then really bothered with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those ones that's kinda like you get a lot of different people. And like one of my exes actually fucking showed up on that fucking site. Like and it was it was it was like a, a majorly like abusive relationship, like probably similar to your dynamic and your friend or whatever, but like it was it was very toxic and he basically he showed up on there like right when like we split and it like it gave me like fucking like real bad anxiety. Like I couldn't like and like him going on there and and finding people, I was like, no, 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 you don't need to ruin any fucking else's fucking life, you know. Like you've already ruined, you've ruined mine, you've ruined yourself. So like fucking leave people alone or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like for for people who are controlling and abusing, they abusive. They really should consider getting into the to BDSM because. There's not enough doms, apparently. There's most people... Well, I mean, yeah, they're, like... They need to be supervised. Yeah, (laughs) but, I mean, if you want to hurt people and control them, I mean, at least that that would be an outlet to do it for people who actually enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, if they can, like, not, you know, not, you know, be abusive outside of that, if they can, like, actually channel that, like, energy to like something a little bit more constructive that would be great but i mean who knows right like these yeah people... Ho- hopefully they won't get carried away it's amazing <laughs> yeah like <laughs> he was slapping my ass and then he just punched me in the face like <laughs> well when they've got you living in a trunk and you're not allowed out except to eat or whatever maybe that's taking it a little too far but i think the sub usually goes for that too well, I mean, there's some, actually, talking about that part, there's pretty <laughs> cool beds that you can get made where you have a cage underneath it, right? <laughs> a cage, really? Well, that'd be a little bit yeah. better, I guess, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, that's like, that's sort of your, like, super mega sex dungeon bed, right? Like, there's also, like, you know, like, the gallows where they had, like, people in, like, the, um, their head and their hands would be through the boards and stuff, like the, um... In the old times, like 1800. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they would have those things. And those are like, you know, part of the structure on the bed, right? Like you can have, you know, like basically it's like some of the gear is a torture device. Like, oh, one of the coolest things and also scariest things I've ever seen in my life. Get this. It was a bed. People like to get like smothered a bit right mm. like it's a it's a thing and this bed is like basically it's like a latex vacuum seal mm. like the person gets vacuum sealed into the bed and that scares me <laughs> to be honest i can't so what you lay down and then they put like a big tarp over you and then well yeah it's like a, it's a thin one and then there's probably a mouth hole you know, like yeah, I guess yeah, there would have to be yeah. Because you can't be in that thing, and are you like, yeah. I don't, or maybe a quick release button, you know, like. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like the like it's 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 kind of weird. Oh, still on this tip, I went to this um 
this thing and I think it was Calgary. It was called Lupercalia and it um, had all these workshops basically having to do with the BDSM community. And um, I did the knife play one. Knife play. And yeah, knife play. It was it so was kind of neat. So what is um, that system basically like? Uh, you drag it along the skin to the point yeah, where you're like, going you, to cut. You or? can you can make them bleed. Like it's it's up to the person, right? Like, yeah. but it's it's the threat of the knife, right? Like people like you you know you get that shit held up to your neck and like you know you there's a lot of sort of primally kind of energy with it but um the other thing was um an asphyxiation one i can't remember exactly what it was called but um i like i know the spot on the neck where you can you know like totally just like just the one little spot you pinch it and person can like really go out in seconds really but um that guy that guy talked about like accidents that have happened with these things yeah people have died (laughs) yeah i'm sure they might have oh is it a vein or what what is it yeah it's like a vein it's um um i mean you'd have to you'd have i'd have to like have a picture in front of me but yeah it's like it's it's along the neck around your juggler jugular (laughs) (laughs) it's around there but yeah like um you know, he's basically, like, teaching about the safety precautions and all that stuff. Because you do have to really, like, be careful. If you cut that, yeah, that's, they're yeah. done. They're done for your murderer. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to use, you're not going to combine <laughs> knife play with that, I don't think. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to try that one out. That doesn't seem like it would end, end well. So maybe, maybe the Vulcan nerve pinch could be a real thing. Yeah. To know how to a, apply it, yeah. It would almost be like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your uh, your next confession there? Okay, this one, um, let me see. What one was I going to do next? Uh, I'm going to keep going with the theme of, like, of uh, exposure. And... All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my lucky day. I was sitting in the pool side with my girl, my girlfriends, when this boy from our school came up to us, he was, uh, he was, was, <laughs> this person yeah. is not very good at writing, but it's okay. <laughs> he was standing right in front of us when this joker came up behind him and pantsed him. One minute we were talking to him and the next we were looking at his dick, standing there in front of us completely naked. I remember he was so embarrassed. He just reached down, pulled a swimsuit back up, and walked away totally humiliated. The luckiest day of our lives. The luckiest day. (laughs) So, I don't know what part of it she's talking about being, like, lucky. Because, I mean, I I will admit, like, you kind of get a little bit of pleasure out of, like, these scenarios. And you do, like, honestly, like, a a, a good human being... Would laugh, but also feel really bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm thinking they, like, they just like the fact that he, like, they saw a dick on a day that they probably weren't going to see a dick. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like that anyway, but. Well, today's teenage girls are sexually active, I think, in most cases. 
So it's not like they haven't seen one before. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I started pretty early. So, like, it, it's, you know, you see them you see them all your life you know like but i guess in public oh what is that called voyeurism voyeurism so yeah like that that maybe they're they're kind of like into that sort of thing well have you uh ever been a a victim though i don't know if you'd see yourself as such but a victim of (laughs) indecent exposure like some guy on the street or no no actually um no i i mean it's real windy here in Nova Scotia, so yeah. you have to be yeah. careful about what you're wearing. Because I legit, the other day, like, on one of the windiest streets, watched a girl in a really cute dress, like, walk up the street, and I could totally see her ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it like, there's indecent exposure by nature. <laughs> that happens a lot here. Yeah, yeah. Lots of precipitation, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, it's not like uh I don't think like guys aren't that brazen out here. They're a little, like I feel like they're more respectful, which is which is pretty mm. good. They're not well, gonna I, just like fucking unless it's maybe a gay dude, like and you're close, close, close friends with them, then maybe. But like you know, I don't see like, you know, your normal straight male doing that like but then again i've you know i've probably just been lucky who knows yeah. <laughs> well i mean when i uh still lived in amherst my stepfather who was no longer my stepfather was a sex offender he was a flasher so he did oh my god that's a dying breed <laughs> yeah. yeah he uh well, let me see if that would have been from like 19 19- 88 i guess okay 89 or no maybe, internet okay. yet <laughs> 87 to 89 yeah so you would have been well young Pretty enough young you probably would have been traumatized at that age so yeah and you know what what's funny is that i was probably in and around amherst so i mean my my grandmother or my she's she's passed on now but she used to live in spring hill so we'd go to amherst a fair amount you know mm-hmm I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't run into you. <laughs> yeah, it could have scarred me, man. It could have scarred anyone, really. Like, was, oh my god! Like, did he have a trench coat? No, he didn't have a trench coat. Oh, he, uh, that's not good. <laughs> no, he would just uh, he'd be wearing pants and. But it, it it was well with there are two kinds of guys when it comes to that. Um, like Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers once got into some hot water with the law. Because when he was came coming off stage, like I think it was 1990, mm-hmm. he just flashed this girl who was there, and I guess maybe he assumed she would be a groupie, but she wasn't, and she called the police, and he got into some trouble there. So and he never did it again. But with my stepfather, it was compulsive. It was he was a real sex offender. Like it was just the way he was wired. He did it to some of my mother's friends. So yeah, he. He yeah he got busted in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick and did it up here as well yeah so. <laughs> he was a, a traveling man <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah he and it was in the paper in Amherst too there was a article about it and yeah so he, he's a perv so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, my, my next... uh, that oh, sounds sorry. like very familiar though. Like my mom, my mom experienced a flashing incident, but that was like she was in grade school. She she told the guy, well, in not so many words, she told the guy that she didn't like him <laughs> and stabbed him with a pencil. <laughs> well, the thing is, that's they don't want like the woman to react. Um, oh, she, like she wants to have sex. They want the woman to be upset. They want to freak them out. Because one of my mother's friends actually like came on to him when he did it, and so that that yeah that that wasn't what he was looking for. He want he wanted the because he was an abusive personality. Yeah 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 oh man yeah that's like that makes a lot of sense though it does like when you think about it like with the the psychology thing, like they're doing it like for some sort of excitement, and if somebody responds well to it, it throws them right the fuck off. Yeah, right. totally, totally doesn't work coming from the other direction. Did you yeah. See, did you see his video? It was like a newscast, and they, it, it was set in Toronto, and, and they stopped and talked to this woman, and it started out normally enough, and then all of a sudden she started taking her clothes off. She was, it, she turned out to be like a crazy, like homeless lady or something, but they <laughs> didn't know it at first. No, when was that? Uh, I think it might have been like '87. Oh. Like, I'll see if I can find it. Uh, later. Yeah, man. Oh, that's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't see it coming at all. It was really funny. like, oh fuck, what are you doing, lady? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting because we women can go topless in Toronto, but you never. Yeah, see you don't see it, and that's the thing. Ever. I remember I was actually I think I was living in Oshawa when they like when they were like, yeah, like this is a thing now. And I was actually kind of disappointed I didn't see yeah. more titties. I saw some the year that they passed. I mean, the- I, w- I kind of would have, but it's like it's I need to see like at least two yeah. other people doing it before I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not it that was, I'm a follower. It's just, you know, like. I think it was 97 <laughs> when they passed that law. Um, the only time oh, I've okay. seen them. I saw a few that year. It was mostly just women being, like, outrageous. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I fucking take my shirt off because titties. Yeah, there was a strip club owner who got his dancers to, like, hang out topless outside. And these girls were hanging around topless outdoors because they were part of, like, an animal rights organization. And the idea was if you, if you get to see our tits, you'll pay attention to what we're saying about animal abuse and stuff. Right. So, yeah. It worked. So, anyway, uh, my next confession is the title is an LGBT-themed confession. I could be lesbian, but I don't want to be. I've what? made out. I've made out with three different guys in my life, but it seemed like they were all bad kissers. I fantasized about kissing another girl, specifically one of my best friends, but I'm terrified that I will like it. I can't be a lesbian. I wouldn't be able to handle the judgment for my friends and family. Do you um, think she is a lesbian? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like, you know, get, you know, just be so definitive on that, but I feel like, yeah. And she's not going to be disappointed. Women are uh, so much softer. Yeah. <laughs> and they smell Less good <laughs> all the time. Like <laughs> Less threatening. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, actually, I like, I'm, I don't know, I go along, I love, I love people in general, but, like, if it comes to a girl that I like, I'm gonna be, like, fucking, like, like a teenager around them, like, I'm not gonna be, like, it's hard for me to express, 
um, well, just put myself on the fucking online and like be set up for rejection. You know, like that's actually the main yeah. thing. Being rejected by a girl, I feel, is way harsher than being rejected by a guy. Well, you've but I mean, for the most part, I've only had a like. Again, I feel I'm lucky here. I've only been rejected by a few people in my life, you know. But like the other ones, I've been just so scared to do something that, like, you know. And it turns out some of those times it's like that person liked me too. That's cool. Like, yeah, maybe but they I was, the same concerns. Yeah, maybe they just weren't ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, or like you know, you just kind of like, you know, you play it safe, right? And because, I mean, again, rejection sucks. And like what this person is talking about with their friends and family, I don't know. I I mean, I'd hope that they wouldn't be so close minded to that, you know, just because your friend likes girls doesn't mean she's different now. You know, like she's fine. Like she's still the same person that you're friends with. It does mean that. Once you come out, you'll never be viewed as normal again. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, normalcy who's is normal now. <laughs> that is true. But I mean, it's like your friends and family may never get to a point where they don't care about that and they just accept you. And yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's like, there's lots of things that like that people don't accept that you find out along the way during life, right? The best thing to do is keep yourself happy because like none of these people have any responsibility to keep you happy you know no. and if you're you're taking away from your own life to please other people you know that's you're not gonna like live a really full like a fulfilling life it's not gonna be you know you're gonna go through a lot more bullshit than you than you need to you know like yeah, yeah there's a certain amount of bullshit that comes with like you know coming out or like getting tattooed or like you know doing doing things that are just out of the norm you know cuz everybody has sort of like a outlook of what normal is right if you're out of that box you're out of that box because there's so many people that are like yeah. you know which is really good about the world that we're in today even though it's fucking weird with the covid thing and the shots and all this stuff, politics, everything. Like, honestly, you gotta live your best life. Yeah, yeah. You know? And also, I've I've been in the situation where I tried to act normal with normal people. Oh, man, and it's exhausting. Yeah, and you just feel really <laughs> alienated. And uh, yeah, and then like you're still yeah. questioning whether or not you actually like if you're selling what you're doing right now. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. are they believing me? Like, <laughs> well, it's like I can't talk about certain things because I know that they they either wouldn't appreciate it, understand it, or they find it disturbing. And mm. I'm like sitting there thinking, what can I talk about that is totally non-threatening and boring enough for these people? And then mm. I I don't belong here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small talk, man. Small talk and all that crap. It's like, <sighs> like. 
it's hard sometimes because like you're just like well fuck like what do normal people talk about like That's, like exactly what you talk what you just said like yeah. what do you people even like what are you into <laughs> fucking sports and cars That's yeah what and it's like okay cool yeah. i know like nothing about that except for the car like i know some car stuff i used to watch top gear oh, and yeah. That's a great show. It's a great show. If I can steer the conversation to that, then I'm gold. But, like, yeah. No, I don't know anything about cars. Well, <laughs> or, 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 like, you know, sports. I used, actually know I used to play soccer, but I'm not up on any teams or anything like that, right? Yeah, like, my relatives are those people. You know, I can't I can't mm. really get on a conversation with them. And yeah. They're not interest. They're not interesting Nova Scotia people who live near the water and all that. They're, they're <laughs> bay like, people. Bay people are great. Like I'm sure you get all kinds. Yeah, you get all kinds out here. There's like there's a lot of like a lot of hicks, like here this area and like the valley. You get a lot of a lot of hicks, and I love that actually. Like the some of them, the most refreshing people ever. Like. <laughs> Yeah. I was uh, visiting a friend in Kentville recently, and uh, and his neighbor was just fucking three sheets to the wind, and it was like one one p.m. <laughs> yeah. But on a on a Saturday, so it's like whatever. It's Saturday, right? Like, cause of fuck. But like. <laughs> well, like yeah, I, mean, I I have found life in Toronto difficult because. Nova Scotians are so raw, they're so open, and yeah. certain things you can't be open about in Toronto, which has made life here kind of hard. Yeah, yeah it's it's a weird double-edged sword with, like, cities. Because, like, your city, like, if you're, like, say, you can easily just blend into the crowd, right? And, yeah. like, no one, no one knows your business, really, as long as you keep to yourself or whatever. Out here... Everyone knows your business. Everyone's like gossiping about you. Fucking, it's a it's a community. It's not a city, you know. It's yeah, like it's true. weird. Like it, but I wouldn't trade it. Well, I don't like the I don't like the whole gossiping thing. But the people that gossip usually are just trash anyway. <laughs> they have no lives. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Like oh, recently. Um, one of uh, one of my exes is like uh, he's trying to get like a, a coalition together and uh, like he's kind of succeeded. But like these people are like the trashiest people that are in our community, like legit, like they're they people are literally just tolerating them. They're tolerating these people because they're like, yeah, I'm tired of so and so shit already, like. They've, they've been fucking up long ago, but now they're, like, they're fucking trying to, like, you know, gossip and fucking take the take the spotlight off them somehow because, you know, that's what you do. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's annoying, but, you know, once you stop giving a fuck, you're gold. And, like, I swear to God, it took me about, like, five years. Like, since I got back here, since 2017, five whole goddamn years to stop giving a fuck about these people. So, and that's the thing. That's, like, back to your your deal, like, your uh, confession. Like, it's hard to stop giving a fuck. But yeah, sometimes yeah. that's what you have to do. You have to stop giving a fuck 
and move on, right? Like, just keep going with your life because you you have a life to live. And it's not going to be fucking awesome if you're doing it for other people. Yeah. You know, you're you're not even you're not even giving yourself anything out of the whole deal. Like that's not cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, living for other people, man. It's no that's no fun. No. I'm actually reading that book, The Subtle Art of Giving a Fuck, right now. I'm My friend that has that book, and I fucking I lent it to him, and I can't fucking like I need to get it back because I wanted to read it too. But yes. <laughs> yeah, he makes a good point. I think we care too much about. And about a lot of bullshit. Other people's opinions on us. And it's like, yo, yeah. like, you know, that, that's like, that's coming from their brain and their, like, their hang-ups and their judgmental whatever it is. Like, they're, they're like, it shouldn't matter, you know? It shouldn't matter what they think. Yeah. All right. So what's your next uh, confession? All right, so um, this one's written kind of weird, so just like wait, like I guess we'll we'll just go through it together. I wish I had a dick. I really wish I had a pussy. This is like <laughs> <laughs> this is why I say this. Right? Oh. It turns me on so much just thinking about it. Sometimes I put a sock in my underwear to give myself a bulge. I also love watching pussy and thinking of myself as the guy. Am I trans? <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry, but like that's that's really a little bit confusing how it's wrote. But I feel I, like they have a pussy and they put a, like a sock in there just to like be like you know feel like they have a, a dick. You can just get a strap on if that's the case. Like Yeah, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. You know? Get a strap on. <laughs> Especially one <laughs> of the double headed ones, you know. Oh man, the double headed ones are great. Like I had I, I used to work at this place called Naughty by Nature and like they uh like there was a couple times they were, like there's one time they were short staffed. They used to have a few locations and I fucking I uh they didn't have anybody to work one of their locations. I was like, I'll do it. I know all the things around here. And I did like, I didn't sell anything that day, which kind of sucked. Cause I am a really good fucking salesperson, but no one was like looking to buy anything. Um, but, uh, from that place, I acquired a big fucking long, double-ended fucking dildo it was it's bit like it was long and i was like like i was i got it as a joke because like when you pull it out of it it's like real floppy right like you you could really fuck somebody up with it so you're like darth maul with that thing huh yeah (laughs) i mean it's it's definitely like you could you could knock somebody out like i'm i'm telling you it was it was a it was a good double ender. I never Did it got have to a lot use of girth? it. What's that? Did it have a lot of girth? Yeah, I mean it's not like not like a pop can kind of girth. It's like a lot a lot smaller than that. It's yeah. more like I guess the bottom of a pop can, we'll say like that little. Anyway, so it's uh, it was it it was long and floppy, and I just like I fucking I just love the fact that it was. It was like I I called it a weapon. Like I never really used it. 
Um, but then um, the the toxic, the real toxic uh, person that I got with, I had used it on him a few times, and it like it wasn't really made of like the most strongest material. It started getting like little cracks and stuff in it, and that's when you toss okay. your fucking toy out because bacteria, no joke. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I mean that was in his butt too, so it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's time to buy one that uh, bottle of blue liquid that barbers have. You know, you put... <laughs> can you that... imagine like uh, like one of those with like a bunch of dicks in it, yeah, like dildos? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh man, the barber side, I can't, I can't imagine. Like you'd have to fucking clean that, like. You would have to clean it, like, off. Because Barbicide, I'm just thinking, when you pull that out of the thing, Barbicide's still on it, and you jam it in, you, it can't be, like, can't be well, good. Well, that think- shit looks like Windex, like. <laughs> well, I'm thinking if prostitution is ever legalized, you know, they'll probably have all these regulations, like, it'll have to be run in an official place of business. And they'll probably have, like, hygienic regulations, like, You'll have to sterilize your strap-ons and all that kind of stuff. I'm well, sure. yeah. Um, like, when it comes down to it, you kind of, like, you can't... You, you got to put, like, a, a condom on top of it, right? Like Yeah. And yeah. clean it, and clean it. But, like, really, when you have toys, especially if, like, say they're, like, a BDSM toy that breaks the skin, you can't share it between people. Um, I had this one... Pa- uh, this one partner, well, very brief partner, um, he had this paddle that had, like, you know how you get, like, studded things, and it's got, like, those little, like, the corners, like, there's, like, in order to get the stud in the fabric, there's, like, um, there's these, like, little pointy things, right? Like, and they, they crimp them so that the stud stays in the, in the fabric, oh, right? So, in this paddle, basically, they left all those little stud things up, like, Ow. Uh, yeah, so it's pointy, <laughs> and there's a bunch yeah. of them in the paddle. It's a good paddle. It's a real spicy paddle, but when I, like, went to this person's place, I was like, how many people have you, has, have you used this on? And, like, thankfully, one other person, thankfully... I like I was shitting myself kind of because it's like, okay, you're breaking the skin and this thing is made out of leather and you can't clean that properly. You can't disinfect it. So you're like going to get little blood particles like yeah. all up in this shit. It's like you can't clean it. There's no actual way to clean that and it be safe for anyone. Not even um, like just to take like a damp rag that's soaked in bleach and well, you'd ruin the leather. Like, it just depends yeah, on if it's, like, real, real leather or if it's synthetic, I guess. But, like, you're still going to, like, wear it away wear away at this material, which is porous, right? Yeah, yeah. Porous material, like, you know, there's there's very little out there that doesn't suck up something, right? So, yeah. Okay. Um, was it my turn? Um, yeah, it's your oh. turn. Because right, I, so I did the trans one thing. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so here's, here's another one for uh, for the uh, the girls, the lesbians. 
this one's titled she doesn't know it's a pretty short one uh goes i'm in love with my best friend but she's straight and i can't tell her so i remember you uh mentioning before you've kind of been in that position right yeah the rejection is a very fucking real struggle like especially if you don't know what their sexual orientation is right yeah but i mean sometimes you know what like if it bothers you so much where you're like you just can't really like you can't focus and all that sometimes it's just better just to get it off your chest you know yeah like look I think you're like you can you can put it in a way where you're not coming off totally like a like a clinger or something, you know. Yeah. Like I think you're a beautiful person. Um, you know, I really love your style. I love your energy. All of this stuff. Um, you know, like compliments are great. Like if you just come off that way, like sometimes it's a little bit be- better. And it will make that person, like, the person dealing with all that internal struggle, like, it'll probably help them out, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's less to be afraid of if it's a woman because uh, most likely – In a way. (laughs) Well, I mean, one of my ex-girlfriends told me a story about how – so she's completely straight and a girl who's either gay or bi kissed her one night at a party. And uh, my ex, she said, you know – it did nothing for her. She it didn't get her in the mood. She it, she didn't suddenly have an, a sexual awakening. Like she's by did nothing for her, but she didn't treat the girl poorly because of it. She didn't you know stop being her friend. But uh, I I mean I don't buy into this notion that everyone is bisexual. That's something some bisexual people believe, but I don't think it's true. So oh you like the like sort of the, the blanket statement that everyone's a little bi yeah i don't believe it cause uh, I, I, I don't totally believe it either because like i've uh, i've met a lot of dudes like that are like super super straight you know like they're yeah. like no nah, you know i won't i won't even and like <laughs> yeah i won't even entertain like looking at another dude's dick like if even if it's like if it means you know if if you say you're doing a a double male threesome right like yeah two males and a girl like i know actually know of two guys that like they were into that sort of thing but they weren't gay like they just wanted to like pound the fuck out of something i think and and you know the Mm. the to me the best approach though like and this is kind of going i guess a little off off topic about the anyway um one of one of my like way past guy friends he's like i did a i did a threesome with my girlfriend with another guy and we just treated her like a queen you know that that was the objective the two of them they like made it their fucking job to like basically kind of worship her in whatever way right and i think i thought that was kind of beautiful because like I was, like, always kind of scared of, like, that's too many dicks, you know? Like, (laughs) (laughs) that is too many dicks. But the way that he he put it was, you know, was that. And I thought, wow, that's, you know, I'm into that. But, like. Was there, like, double penetration involved? I don't know. Like, I mean, that that could have been a thing. Because I hear that's extraordinary. But I've never, I've never gotten to that. Um. But yeah, like uh, that that was good. But I mean, like all in all, you're still gonna be naked in front of each other, 
and not not every guy is down to see another dick like in person you know like <laughs> well i remember that, like there's a group uh nova scotia underground i was a member of that for a while it's a facebook group for anyone who's not aware and this girl kept posting this thing uh it was like a cartoon with two girls in it and one girl says but i'm straight you know the other girl oh says, yeah uh yeah so, so it's spaghetti. Spaghetti until you get it wet but yeah. if you're not attract if the other girl's not attracted to girls you can't get her wet if yeah you're, and, it's, and not, it's not I right mean, it's not right to try to force yourself on her no no but i mean like i i think like between the genders like us females were a little bit more open to that sort of thing we've just always kind of been that way like but um but with males it's it's a little bit different you know like well i mean yeah as a as a young man one of the things you're taught is like one of the worst things you can be is gay yeah and i mean like to this day that's you're taught that you know yeah yeah and i mean and i remember being in high school and there's like maybe a couple dudes that like they were totally like they like i never really paid any attention to like anyone's sexual orientation I was too worried about like sort of myself and whatever at the time but but this guy like he had it made man he had all the like the cutest girls around him all the time so he was like he was kind of protected right like if anyone like say if anybody wanted to date any one of these girls they would have to be cool with that guy you Mm. know so it was a good test you know and like, I like, I mean, I never really knew him because it was a different clique, right? Yeah. But uh, but he was always super nice, you know, like all of the stuff. And I don't think he, like, as far as I know, I don't think he even got teased that much because he he had like, you know, a real good like arsenal of like beautiful bodyguards, right? <laughs> yeah. So why he was he straight? Or... No, he was gay. He was oh, definitely he was gay. He oh, dressed yeah. better than all the guys in school, man. He was he was wicked. Like I was like every fucking day that guy never looked bad. Not once. <laughs> yeah. And I'll bet at least one of those girls like developed a crush on him, mm. knowing full well there was no chance and probably happened, yeah. Man, I've had like I've had some gay friends that um, you know, like uh there's a there was a bar that used to well, the the original bar, it's still here, but they moved it. The original bar, it's called Reflections. And, like, that place, like, it was it was gay night on Saturday. And I always, like, I went out, there, like, there was times where I went out, like, almost any time during the week. Like, I would go out, there was something going on any time, like, any day. Uh, but Saturdays was like it was gay time and I loved it like it was just like you could just go and fucking dance no one was fucking trying to like rub up on you like it was just the best time because you like and you're just having a time because like you know the guys had their agenda and the girls you know we just wanted to fucking go dance but one of one of my like good gay friends I like I love him to pieces he'd pulled me into the bathroom one time like we're we were doing drugs but um <laughs> he pulled me into into the boys room so and it's like it's one of those places you can you'll see like a, a guy or two coming come out of the girls room and a girl come out of the guys room. it doesn't matter right like yeah but uh and he's like 
I really want to like, I want to kiss you. Is that okay? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I'm a girl. Like, you don't. And she's like, I think you're cute. Like, and I'm like, oh my god. Okay, yeah, let's make out. Like, because <laughs> I'm like, I need to add that to my like my list of things that I've done in my life. Is make out with a gay guy. You know, like that's so dope. Like. <laughs> To me, that's an accomplishment. It's mm. like, you know, this is this is probably as far as it's gonna go, cause like, who knows? Yeah. Like, you might not be into the vagina thing, but like, but this was good. Like, it was cool. And he's like, he's still one of my like, one of my good friends. <laughs> All right. So, what was your oh, next yeah, confession? Right. 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 Okay. One second here. Okay. I wore the panties of my best friend's girlfriend. Oh boy. I saw her panties in the laundry room and I had my eye on them. It was a nice white silky lace thong. I put them on and felt so nice on my butt. I'm writing this as I'm wearing them and I'm trying my hardest not to get pre-cum all over them. Well, too late, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, this is probably a like a while ago, so it's probably already done. <laughs> yeah, they I mean they invest so much time into making women's underwear look great and feel great and yeah, men they just do. get cotton most of the time. Cotton or linen, that's it. Man, Lacenza had this like this line of underwear out and it was like this almost like a lycra it wasn't a lycra, it was thinner than that. Basically, like, they're boasting that you wouldn't be able to tell that you were wearing underwear with, like, this fabric, right? And it was, hands down, one of my favorite line of underwear that they had out, and they don't have it anymore. But it's just, like, it was so thin, and, like, um, it was almost like, yeah, like, almost like Lycra, but not. Like, Lycra's thicker. That's your bike shorts and shit, but, like... It was like a thin, thin version of that, and it like they felt really smooth, really silky, like they felt good. I can't imagine what it feel. Actually, yeah, like with a with a guy with the junk and stuff, like it's pressing against it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's there's a like a sensation with that, right? So I don't know, like I don't, I I kind of find the underwear thing like intriguing because i had a couple partners that were like into that sort of thing too and but i mean it was more about like if i wore them or not you know if you gotta have like a lot of a lot of men actually these days are very scent driven it's like i think it's a primal thing like you know like i i know i know of guys that like festival pussy is a real thing so you know like festival pussy so so like you know like uh coachella shit like that right like um it's like a three-day kind of deal um it's kind of hard to go get showers and stuff you're sweaty like you smell like a human being you know like a you know you've got like your bo like all of all of the stuff like all of your hormones and whatnot like guys some guys just go fucking wild over it well yeah they they say that uh subliminally yeah it triggers bodily secretions 
yeah. emit pheromones, yeah, as you said. Pheromones, and, yeah, that's the yeah. word I was looking for. So, yeah, yeah, one of the things I read in ancient Greece, I think it was um, maybe Cleopatra that did this or whatever, but, like, they would, like, stick, like, a, like oranges or fruit or whatever in their armpits, like, to, like, get mm. the secretion into, the, like, that way. Like, they would, and then that would be, like, a... Ooh, what's the word for like food that gives you like it's supposed to be erotic? Um, anyway, aphrodisiac. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be an aphrodisiac because it's your bodily fluid. And I mean, like I found that kind of interesting, but not not something that I would try out. But <laughs> interesting. Back, well, back then women didn't shave their pits, so I guess they would have had as much bo as men did if not for the oh man yeah that's something that i totally noticed if i don't shave like i definitely smell different like it's it's weird yeah because it's bacteria getting trapped in there in the hairs yeah that's why i've practically shaved just about everything because i'm like oh no i don't want any bacteria there thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay um my next one is uh it's titled My, My Friend's Boyfriend. Uh, so back to heterosexuality. So sometimes when I think about you, I want to grab my hair. I want you to grab my hair and kiss me and look at me with those eyes and just make me want you. Because I do. And even though I know I'm really, really not supposed to, I can't help hoping you want me too, in spite of her. Um, and I keep having these f- fantasies of us together because you know we would be also good and I don't know. Sorry, I like you. Have you had that happen to you? Uh, develop a, a crush for a friend's boyfriend? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, like that was kind of a weirdly like at the beginning of dating this guy because like this, um, it's like literally the two most toxic people like that I've dated in the last yeah. little bit. <laughs> so yeah, him and his friend, like I um you know, I was seeing one of them and what's what's even worse is that I kind of ended up splitting one up with his then current girlfriend and like I didn't like I just I was a horrible person, I think, back when I was like when I when I sit and think back on what I've done in in my life like I really didn't care about like people being in relationships I just wanted I wanted whatever the fuck was gonna happen like I was like doesn't matter like they're like they're a grown-ass person but like you can always say no like you can always like not put yourself in those positions but anyway like this uh this guy, um, I was actually, like, I was hooking up with the the one that I was just talking about. And then his friend was, like, he had owned a, a store at the time. Um, he was, like, just spinning records and stuff. And, like, you know, I, like, at the time, um, I liked both of them. But, like, like... The other one wasn't, I think he had a long-time girlfriend, like a girlfriend that was like, they were together for years and years and years, whatever. But uh, 
I did hook up with him later, and it was, like, the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, everybody does. Everybody covets what they don't want, yeah. or what they want, <laughs> what they don't want, what they want, what they can't yeah. have. <laughs> well, did you, they have you read, what they can't have. Have you ever had, like, girlfriends, like, kind of flirting with your boyfriends, and? Uh, I mean, yeah, like, I, like, I've, I, I warn people, and then they they find out for themselves. Because it's like, I can't fucking, like, I'm not going to be a bitch. And, like, you know, if you think that's what you want, go for it. You know? But don't say I didn't fucking warn you. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's how that's how it usually goes. And, like, I honestly, like, I, I have no... Uh, remor well I don't I don't hold anything against those people at all ever because it's like my whole life I legit have like people giving me advice and I've completely ignored it and I'm like nah whatever and like you know it's not gonna happen that way this isn't that's not the result whatever that's not you know how things are gonna be but like it's usually how they're going to be. <laughs> People yeah, say things yeah. for a reason. <laughs> well, I knew a woman who was, like, married for a few years, and she said that uh, other women were attracted to her husband, and they would flirt with him, like, right in front of her face. Like, they, they knew full well she was his wife, and she didn't care, like, some women are that blatant about it. So. Mm. All right, what's your next confession? This one, I like, okay, I picked this one because I wasn't sure, like, and we can discuss this. I wasn't sure, like, they're, like, trying to, like, find people, like, anyway. Teasing men. Hi, this is all new to me. A colleague at work told me about the site. I'm 37, female. Work as a PA, which is a personal assistant. And that's all she left. So I feel like this might be one of those ones where, like, somebody might, like, I don't know, um, respond. To, can can people respond to this, like, on the site? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. They have comments. Okay. Yeah. So, like, she probably, like, is getting some responses from that. <laughs> um based on like how little stuff is in there like she's she the title is teasing men so she's probably got a few people like well it doesn't take much <laughs> right yeah. yeah and i mean i like how she's like work as a as a pa which is a personal assistant and just leaves it at that it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of people know what a personal assistant is, like, but, like, does she do, like, is she wanting to do that on the job? Like, is that part of her personal assistance? I don't know. Well, men don't. I want to know more about this person. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, men don't care what women do for a living at all. And uh, kind of on a, just as a side note today, it's funny because I was looking at it porn video online and it's weird because they have comment sections <laughs> it's just it's weird that they have that there you know like 
I mean, most, I mean, everything they said was positive. It's just like to, to think that somebody has to say that, like, wow, she's hot, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, uh, like about who? Oh, about it. Pretty much anybody. I oh mean, yeah. 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 I don't know if there's a lot of negative comments, but they seem to be mostly positive ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All no, right. usually, like, people are pretty receptive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My last one is, uh, the title is Why. Why can't you just love me? Why have you been playing with me the past five years? Why can't I get you out of my head? I try to find other people, but it never works out with them. And I always come back to you. I wish I never met you, but I've learned so much from these painful experiences that it would be a shame to forget them. I just want somebody that loves me. How come I can't find anybody? Have you ever had that feeling like you wish you'd never met a certain person? Yeah, I mean, I have that a lot, but at the same time, like, my, like, I guess it comes with, like, growing up and, like, realizing that there's a lot of good that comes with bad, right? Yeah. You know, like, um, I wish that I didn't, like, move back here for a guy, but a lot of other cool shit's happened since then, you know, like, um, and I mean, I wish that I could take back some of the stuff that had happened or whatever, but, like, Again, a lot of good stuff came out of that, too. Like, even though it was, like, not the best decision or not the right person or a really bad experience going through it, you pick up a lot of knowledge regardless. And knowledge yeah. is, is always good. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to shake people sometimes. Like, I, I know when I, like, when I'm kind of, like, interested in somebody, I, like... I get excited, you know, because I'm like, oh, my God, like, they're like me, either, like, the things are so easygoing, like, I, like, it's like, I'm, I gas them up right away, and, like, sometimes, like, especially if you're here, like, people catch wind of that shit, and, and then all of a sudden, you come off like you're an obsessed bitch, so, like, you know, it really, it depends, you know, like, I, um, I, like, now, I would never, I would never regret, I don't really regret the things I've done, you know, um, I do think about where it would be if I had different decisions a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think a lot of people think about that, too, so. Sure. Well, you know, if it weren't for the bad stuff, the good stuff couldn't have happened, obviously. And... Yeah. One of my favorite, favorite phrases, and, like, it coincides with this is like um the stars are even brighter contrasted by the night yeah yeah without the darkness you can't have the light Yin so yeah that's like legit one of my favorite things and it's just like oh i love it <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean like you know it's naive to think that nothing bad will ever happen to you or that you don't deserve to have things happen to you because the, the belief that causes people a lot of suffering is the notion that we always get what we deserve because that's not always true. Like I uh, spilled scalding hot tea in my foot and it was hot enough that it caused some of the skin on top of my foot to peel back and I've been getting wound care for it. And uh, 
it's a, you know, to ask myself, why me? Well, I didn't do anything to deserve it. I didn't pour scalding hot tea on someone else's foot. It just a shitty thing that happened. So that was one time in my life when I challenged myself not to say, why me? You know? Yeah. You know, shit happens, basically. Oh, man, like... <laughs> shit will always happen like honestly how long how long does one's like lucky streak actually last it's like tops a day once you go to sleep that shit is all over you know like you get one day of like good if you get that <laughs> yeah. well i think like everyone's life has like what i would call like a golden age where everything was just going perfectly they were never happier and who knows how long it lasts it it doesn't seem to start and stop for all people at the same time, but basically that happens and then it ends. And um, some people die when they're still going through the golden age of their life and some don't. Like I always felt like JFK died at the perfect time. President of the United States, had yeah. Marilyn Monroe, all, and he was just in the middle of it all. And then it ended. So he never lost an election. He never rule yeah. anything so there's like a like a sort of a, a convenience thing there yeah well and then i think michael jackson should have died in 1984 that would have been the best time because <laughs> he, he was still cool and he wasn't he hadn't had all well this i mean yeah it's like good. that that's all right but i mean like he's got some pretty good looking kids yeah yeah that's i true. will say that like um but i mean he named one blanket didn't he Blanket, and then another one's Prince. Um, yeah, like, why? Like, Blanket is not... No. I forget. <laughs> the, girl, the girl's name is Paris, which is the most normal. Of the yeah, ones. and she's really gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. She's got, like, beautiful eyes. Yeah, what a shame yeah. that he ended up the way he did. Oh, he just, man, it was like... Like, he was pretty much addicted to, like, painkillers and stuff, though, right? Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah, well, but I, I mean, he like he really did like he actually did pretty good for himself. I'll say like. Well, yeah, yeah. There's it's, a lot of like, a lot of people go downhill really badly, and like he hit it really well. You yeah, know, like, it's true. He didn't really know. Well, I mean, he was he was a Jehovah's Witness, and they're against blood transfusions, and so oh. if he needed surgery. He wouldn't have been able to get it. Like print, this was the same thing with Prince. Prince mm. converted to the Jehovah's Witnesses, and he needed hip transplant because after all the years of playing basketball and doing the splits and all these other dance moves, yeah. he wore his whip his hip out. And when you get hip replacement surgery, you need blood transfusions because it's a long surgery. And uh, for some reason, the Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe in tr- blood transfusions. They think it's wrong for some reason. And uh, so he decided instead to just take painkillers, but he over he OD'd. So fuck, man. So it's a that that religion's just warped. So it is. Yeah, it is. Well, on that note, I think uh, we've blown our wad for this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Rosanna, for joining me once again. Well, thank you. It is like literally like the best thing to do on Sundays. Like I have, yes. I have never had a more uh, productive Sunday. 
Yeah, yeah. And this. Like, this is good. It's always, yeah, it's always good to have something to do on Sunday. Cause, I mean, like, we get to, like, real, like, really dig deep on some stuff. Like, you know, most of it's, like, kind of, like, opinion-based. But, like, whatever knowledge that we've gathered throughout the years, we can offer that, which is kind of cool. I'm down with it. It'd be cool if someone who, like, wrote a confession on the site actually heard the podcast. And if... I know. I if would that love were to, to happen... Hear, like, that would be cool, cause like I would like, and I hope like if you, is there any way that you can link those up together, like? Well, I can I can give them my email address and maybe they could send a response to me. Yeah, cause I mean like yeah. sometimes like that might be good. Like we could read some of the like things that people have said in response yeah. to us, right? Yeah, like that my, might be kind of neat. My email is rectormedia at gmail dot com. My last name is spelled R E C T O R media and that's mine oh sorry you go ahead oh you go ahead oh mine is uh artisans at live.ca a-r-t-i-s-a-n-s at live.ca there you go definitely email us if you if you hear yourself hear your confession or like maybe you want to you want to say something in response to what we fucking said (laughs) yeah i'm down I want to. I'm I'm down for that. Let's have a conversation. Exactly. <laughs> All right. right. Take care of yourself. All right. You too. Have a good night. All right. All right. Bye bye.